It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Yeah, it's, excuse me, first of many bodily things. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, I think I, I read something on one of the articles about it that they the proposed growth for Dublin doesn't stop until like 2036 or something crazy like that. Like, Where are they going? Mm-mm. Where are they building? Dublin's they're going to take over Plain City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's just it. I mean, they're not really landlocked too uh, much. And no. Where do Plain City kids go then? Um, they, they go to Jonathan own? Alder. Yeah, they have okay. their own um, schools. Okay. Jonathan Alder is their high school. Okay. But Dad taught at Davis. Oh, gosh. For yeah. 14 years. <clears throat> he was at Grizel for a little bit. He was at Sells for a little bit. The only one he didn't do was car. Okay. Car rur- That's like the I know word, it that's is like the, the word worst r- middle school name because rural. <laughs> what word is it? Car. Car-er. It's K A R R E R. Car. That was Henry. Car-er. It's Henry something car. Wow. Named after a person. I think we should just say car. Yeah. <laughs> or do car. they do in like Worcestershire in Worcestershire? Just call it Worcester. Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Somebody posted something that was like the hardest words to say to someone you love. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's actually true. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Carrer. Carrer. Car- car- rural and Carrer. R- oh, yeah, rural. That's terrible. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those words, it's like, why? It's the American R, but at the same time, if you said it with the British R, it's just as hard. Carrer. Rural. R- rural. Rural. <laughs> this is why we should have mics in front of us all the time. No. <laughs> This is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. So you're having a good week, you said. Yeah, I, I am having a good week. I've good. felt good the last couple of weeks. So Good. Which is kind of odd because I just had my third treatment. So okay. I go um, like for three weeks at a time. Yeah. And by the third one, usually I'm like, oh, you know, okay. I need that off week. But I don't know. I've been nice. feeling good. So. And the weather's pretty Yeah, again, that and, helps. Yeah. So. Sure. It's pretty again, you know. Yesterday, no, or any days before that, it was, it was hot, nasty. But today, it's nice. Yeah, I'm gonna turn your microphone off. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> Gracious. So, Sarah Carney, how are you? Hi. It's life. Life yeah. is a little different. Life than... is very different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, just just fill us in. So you are you're married to Blake. I am. How many years now? Well, we'll celebrate our, uh, shoot. Um, <laughs> Don't this, listen for no. just a minute, yeah. Mike. <laughs> I'll trim that pause. This is that, this is that chemo brain, like, on the spot. I'm like, don't ask me math questions on the spot. No, it's our 16th 16. Um, wedding anniversary on Thursday. It's coming <gasps> nice. up on the 11th. Yeah. On the 11th. We were the 14th. Wow. Weren't you October as well? No. Uh, 9-11. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, 9 10 11. Oh. That's easy to remember. Yeah. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doug and I forget. To well, my both of anniversary us. is easy to remember because it's my birthday. <gasps> but then when I remember birthday? the years, I have to yeah. like, okay, was uh, what year was that? You got married on your birthday. I did. That's wow. Cool. Best you... gift ever. That is awesome. Well, kind of. No, I was. <laughs> Wasn't wrapped like that. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you guys decide that? Well, it's kind of complicated, but basically <laughs> we lived out in Arizona at the time. Yeah. We wanted to get married in Illinois where we're all of our family and friends yeah. were from. And I was teaching and we had the school I was at, we had like a modified year round schedule. Okay. And so we had a two week break in the fall mm-hmm. and the Saturday in the middle was my birthday. And back then people didn't get married on Fridays and Sundays like they do now. Right. And, you know, or Thursdays. Or- <laughs> right. So we just did it on my birthday. Oh, that's awesome. And it's fine. But you'll always remember it. <laughs> yeah. It kind of like takes away from our anniversary a little bit, but we're not really big like um, holiday and like, I don't know. We, so we just, it's, it's worked for us. Yeah. And we're kind of low maintenance when it comes to that kind of thing. So 16. Yeah. Where were you, where are you originally from? You're not from Ohio. No. Okay. From Illinois. Okay. And he is too? Blake is awesome. How'd you guys meet? Yeah. We met in college Mm -hmm. at Eastern Illinois University. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. You did education. I did early what? childhood. Early childhood. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you were teaching. Did you? Where, how'd you guys get to Arizona then? Um, I mean, because Blake wanted but. to play golf, so we moved out there. <laughs> and okay. he tried to, per, you know, he pursued trying to get on a mini tour for a while. Oh, um, really? Mm-hmm. But it's very time-consuming and very expensive. Um, Do you have to, like, pay your own way kind of thing? You do, unless you can find rich people to sponsor you. But we didn't really know anyone out there, so that's kind (laughs) of hard. You're like, you moved to Sydney here, so. (laughs) Yeah. So eventually um, he found a job working in the club business. Okay. Is that that. what he still does? Yeah, he still works for Payne. I had no idea. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah, it's a cool company. What does name. it mean, though? That's I know the sound when the first putter they made when it hit the ball it was a ping sound. Oh, I like so that. That's what they named their company. I know literally that much. I hope that's all right anyway. <laughs> no, it I should good. know that. You could literally make something up and I'd be like, that's awesome. I could be like, well, the man who started it, his name is Gerald Ping. <laughs> Gerald grew up. No, I don't know. Jerry, they called him. Jerry Ping. <laughs> it was actually Ping Bottom, but they didn't want to put all of that over there. <laughs> made, made for really long hats. <laughs> Sorry. This is, I had a lot of caffeine this morning. Oh, mm-hmm. that's all right. Makes it fun. So you guys met and then you moved back to Illinois. Um, or we, you got married. Yeah, we, we met in college, and then he moved out to Arizona, and then I finished up college. Okay, found a job out there because it's a lot easier to find a teaching job in Arizona than the Midwest yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, then we got married. Okay, and we lived out there for only really seven years. Um, okay, our firstborn was born out there. Nice. And then he took a. He's still with the same company. Worked yeah. with out there. But he took a sales job in Ohio. Okay. So we moved. had you ever been here before? I had never been to Ohio. I think I had yeah. driven through Ohio. That like about right. You know, yeah. But I never really. That tracks. Yeah. Been. yeah. Grandpa's cheap barn. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was a perfect place for us to move because we really weren't used to living near our family. Not that mm-hmm. we don't love them dearly, but. Um, <laughs> if just, you're listening, she does. We, it was just a good, it was a good space to yeah. be closer, yet yeah. still have that, have some distance. Um, Arizona's not. No, Arizona was very Super far, but it was an amazing place to live. Uh, where? Yeah. What city? We lived in Phoenix. Oh, mm-hmm. I love Phoenix. Yeah, it was so. Fun. That's one of my I could retire here <clears throat> kind oh, of places. Sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, Doug will be living in Toronto because he loves the cold. He does. So for like a week, a year, yeah. we'll meet somewhere where the weather's well. decent. <laughs> yeah. We've already, I mean, we've established it. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the kids move out and we'll just go. Yeah. Warmer, colder. Are you from? The Colorado? I'm from Denver. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. But it wasn't, maybe I'm just daft to the weather, or I know that weather's easier to deal with when you're young. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is fine. I mean, maybe I would hate the winter out there as well, but I just remember it being No, it's funnier. not bad in no. Denver. Even, I think my my brother, he lives out in Denver, and I feel like they don't get like the cold, cold like we do here. No, not at all. You know? And it's not like And they stretches. may, but it only is for just like a couple days, yeah. and then it's 50 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> or like you get a foot in the morning and you're shoveling it in the afternoon in your shorts. Like yeah. that's okay to me. And the mm-hmm. sun, that bright thing in the sky that does sure. that disappears in Ohio for mm-hmm. the next six months coming mm. up. It was always, it was sunny. Right. You know, that's sorry. Let me just complain about it the makes water. a huge difference. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. So then, so your firstborn was born in Arizona. Yeah. That's Logan. And then do you guys, did you move straight to Dublin? We did. How'd you find Dublin? Um, the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there was even like a, I don't know, some website about yeah how to pick city or something. Was but it? we kind of picked it location-wise too because Blake had to cover Cincinnati, Dayton, and Columbus. Oh, okay. And we wanted to be somewhere near the freeway to mm-hmm. access to all of them. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. It sounded like a cool place. It's like, Dublin. Dublin. <laughs> Sounds very Irish. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are a little bit Irish Wait. yourselves. Well, I married into it, <laughs> yes. Into but it. What's your name? Metcalf. Okay. So it's more British. Yeah. I'm yeah. Very Irish. That's okay. Mm-mm. That's awesome. So you moved to Dublin. How was it like picking up completely with a little one? I mean, how he would have been very old. He was real little. He was like 15 months, maybe. Oh, and I was pregnant too at the time. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Because um, those. Isn't it the list of those the most stressful things that you can sure. do? I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I it really wasn't too hard. I I mean, I guess it was a little hard, but yeah. um, we were excited to move. Like we had been like looking and you know, okay. for somewhere in the Midwest to move to. Yeah. So, 
And you just kind of probably didn't have adventure. much time to think about it with a toddler. Yeah. And yeah. A new one growing. Mm-hmm. Inside. Right. And you guys have four now. We do. Yes. 13. Um, Logan's just 12. Oh, he's, he's 12. 12. 12. And then um, Nadia's 10. Mm-hmm. And Nora is almost eight. She's seven. And Eliza is five. Already? Yeah. She was just born. I know. So, is she in kindergarten this year? She is. How's that going? Yeah, she loves school. Good. And she's so happy to be like actually at school yes. rather than at preschool, you okay. know. Is it full day? No, just, it's still half okay. day, That's but right. you know. She's it's at a, school with her sisters, so. Yes. Yeah. And they treat her well, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. She's a celebrity because she's two big sisters. So she knows so many people in the school. That's awesome. She's been going there forever, but not, you know, (laughs) technically. How does Logan feel about being the only boy? Um, I think he has mixed feelings. He always, every time we would tell him, oh, you're going to have another sister. He'd be like, so disappointed. Great. Do you guys have like a boy dog or anything? Um, We don't have any pets. Technically. That's Um, really not a bad thing. I think he does have a hermit crab that has surprisingly lived over a year. Really? Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know the gender of it. (laughs) You can't really turn those over. (laughs) What are you? kind of a mean hermit crab. Maybe that's why he lives so long. (laughs) It's a girl though. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She lives longer and she's grouchy. It's a girl. Yeah. Yeah. We do that. Um, I won't tell him that though. (laughs) No, it's surely a boy. Um, but I think he enjoys having that like um, relationship with with Blake, with his dad. Yeah. You know, being the only son, Honestly. they go and hang out. You know, and I get stuck with all the girls. Well, not stuck with, but you know, I understand. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So you so settled in Dublin. Did you did you go back to work? No, with the kiddos. I okay. didn't. I tried to get my um, license kind of switched over to yeah. Ohio, but then I kept having babies. Oh yeah. They, it just they happen. Yeah, got pushed back on the <laughs> to do list. And then you guys found Vista, which is how mm-hmm. you and I met mm-hmm. at church. Yeah, and kind of just got involved from there, and that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then you had some hard news happen. Yeah. So um, in January this past year, um, I went in to see my doctor because I had found a lump in my breast, and like the month before, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got it all checked out and unfortunately got the news back that it was cancer. And it how, was how far was it at that? Um, well, yeah. So that we had when we first got the news, it was just like, OK, you know, the pathology report says mm-hmm. there's cancer cells in your tumor. And they had also biopsied my lymph nodes. And okay. so um, I can't remember if we knew those right away were positive or not, but mm-hmm. um then you have to wait a few more days to see like what type of cancer and all okay. that. And yeah. so it took a few, a little bit longer, but then finally we got the news back that it was, um, in my lymph nodes and it was triple negative. And so because it was in the lymph nodes and they did more scans and found that it was, um, already had spread to the bones. So that put me at technically, um, stage four or they call Jeez. it um, metastatic breast cancer. It's huh. actually called like de novo metastatic, which means um, the first um, instance or mm. that you would get diagnosed. Because a lot of people that have metastatic um, breast cancer or other cancers, um, it's a recurrence. It's like it comes back and okay. it's more aggressive. Okay. Um, but there are certain very small percentage of people that um, their first diagnosis is um, metastatic. So. Jeez. Yeah, so that was really shocking. Um, Did you have any idea? Like, No, not really. I had already had um, two lumpectomies like in the last in the last like five years. Yeah. And those both were benign and just, okay. you know, yeah. take it out and carry on and check up and, you know, do your routine self-exam. And yeah. um, but when I, I didn't really have like any cancer in my family, um, okay. I had an aunt that had breast cancer or have an aunt that ha- has had breast cancer. Um, but it, it I don't it know. Usually something. that's not really like they, they look yeah. at more your maternal right. or, you know, right. your mom, your dad, your grandma. Yeah. Um, jeez. So it was very shocking. This is a weird question. <clears throat> do, do they call you? Like, yeah. So <sighs> they called me to tell me and it, <clears throat> 
the surgeon that I had for the other two lumpectomies had since retired. So this time mm. going back, I was meeting with a new person. Okay. Um, and so there just wasn't that um, relationship developed yeah. yet. And, uh, and so I don't know. Like um, and- yeah. So when I got the phone call, you know, of course, it's like. 5 30 p.m. on a weeknight and I'm like trying to get right. <laughs> dinner going like, oh, I've got a minute things but- <laughs> are going on but I've been waiting you know obviously for this call all week um or you know yeah. since I had the biopsy and so I sat down like on the in in the dining room and on the phone and she's like I'm sorry you know basically he's like you know your tests came back that you have cancer and I just I don't really remember anything else after that oh, I geez. I'm sure she told me other information and I just was like okay, I gotta go. And then I had to tell Blake and he's like, what do they say? What do they say? And I'm like, like, I don't know. know. So he took my phone and called the doctor right back and got all the rest of the information. Um, and she was nice to meet with us like the next day before really she had any other information just to sit down in person and kind of be like, okay, here's all the scenarios that could be going on. Um, so that was helpful, but it is hard to get that news over the phone and just, Cause then I still had to like go and run kids around that night, <laughs> right. you know, and yeah. you're just like, did you what say just anything happened? to them that night? Oh no. Okay. Mm-mm. We, we wanted to really get the whole story and the, you know, figure right. out what to tell them. Um, mm-hmm. cause at the time my, um, my dad's wife, my stepmom, was battling cancer really bad and it has, it was, it had been progressing quickly. And so we just didn't, we didn't want them to, to really freak out and right. think, um, Everything is, you know. Because that's all they've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Because, and then treatment started, like, immediately, didn't it? They, it took a, it felt like a long time, really, because we kept, I felt like we kept getting bad news, like, getting knocked down. It's like, oh, okay, now you've, we learned that it was in, um, well, first we learned that it was triple negative, which is a harder cancer to treat, um, because um, there's basically, um three receptors that in breast cancer, there's estrogen, progesterone, and then the HER, mm-hmm. um, HER positive or HER negative you can be. So my cancer has none of those receptors. So if you, if you have the estrogen or the hormone receptors, there's way to, to treat, um, the hormones, okay. you know, or to yeah. remove them and, um, so that the cancer doesn't feed on them. Okay. Or the HER, they've, they've got a lot of drugs that target that pathway. Um, but with the triple negative, they, they can't really figure out, like, what's driving your cancer. Um, okay. So it's kind of mysterious and um, challenging. Some more, like, test-fail kind of treatment. Sure. Of, okay. Sure. Like, they know, I mean, they've had success with chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, recently immunotherapy, too, which we can talk more. But yeah. I want to answer your question about the... Um, just lost the mic. <laughs> I wanted to answer your question. I, this sounds weird, but I'm. You probably learned so much. Like, yeah, done a ton of research because I'm just like yeah. I've never even heard of these things before. Right. But you probably have to. Be oh yeah, up no, on everything. it's a crash You're, course. I'm you were just yeah. exhausted. You were so tired mentally those first few months because. But you were saying like when treatment started. But anyway, yeah, you were just yeah. you were just like, when do we get start throwing some punches here? Because we just felt yeah. like it just takes a lot of line all up, and they want to figure out which you know um, therapy to put you on, okay. and then you got to get it all um, approved with insurance and all Jeez. that. So, and we ended up switching from Ohio Health down to the James the Spielman. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt like there were just some doors that open there. Um, it's a little more specific towards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just, it just seemed like that was where our path was, was mm-hmm. going. So we, we got set up there and got started finally in, um, I'd say like the beginning of February is when I started treatment. So I think mm. diagnosis was like January 18th and started treatment like the second week of February, maybe. So, so it probably felt like. Yeah, forever. it was a long three weeks, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very long Did you tell the weeks. kids in that time? Or no? We told them probably about two weeks after, like before I started treatment, we told yeah. them. Yeah. What did you, so. if you don't mind me asking, like, what do you, what did you say? Well, um, we had a family meeting, <laughs> which is always like, no. Is that normal for your family? No, or no? not really, okay. unless there's like news to talk about yeah. or something. Um, yeah. But now it's funny because Eliza, the youngest one, she'll 
she, can we have another family meeting? Oh, like she like yeah. <laughs> remembers the ones that we've had then mm-hmm. and since then that she just, I guess she just feels like close and connected. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the feeling is there, but um, <laughs> somehow she, she enjoys it. <laughs> You're like, I'd like to not have yeah, any more, but yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> um, but we just, you know, we tried to just keep it kind of basic and mm-hmm. just, you know, look, mommy found, you know, tumor they found it the doctors found a tumor in my breast and we have I had breast cancer um we kind of really just kind of tried to let them like after we gave them the basic mm-hmm. information um I left out like the information about what type it was and yeah. you know the stage yeah. and all of that mm-hmm. um because I felt like that was just too much all at once right um and just tried to let them guide the the discussion and what are your questions? What do yeah. you, you know, like did they ask a lot of questions. Or? Um, the older ones did Logan did because mm-hmm. he, I just think he was more aware and he's mm-hmm. watched, um, his grandma Kelly, um, go through, you know, yeah. all of this for the last four or five years. So, mm. um, he did, they, I mean, I remember them asking, they're like, are you going to die? You're mm. going to lose your hair. And, I mean, we just tried to answer the best that we can. Like when they do ask, like, cause I've, a couple of them have asked me that, are you going to die? Are you, you know, and they yeah. want to know that. And I'm like, well, and I just, I just tell them that nobody knows. Right. Like no one is guaranteed yeah. their next day, their next right. breath. Like right. I didn't even know what day you were going to be born on, mm-hmm. you know, like much less, I don't know right. what day anyone's life is going mm-hmm. to end. So um, thankfully now I can just live my life with that in mind, you yeah. know, and, yeah. um, and so that's kind of the one thing cancer's allowed me to do is just have that mindfulness of mm. really don't know. Whereas yeah. like before I just kind of walked around just right. assuming that like, I would get to live to, old, you yeah. know, be an old lady. And I right. just, you know, I don't know. And, mm. um, so, I mean, obviously that is my desire, yeah. you know, yeah to be a grandma someday but um not anytime soon no, <laughs> take your you. time children no thank you yeah wow um but yeah we just tried to let them kind of like and navigate. honestly they yeah. yeah that was a lot for them to process all mm-hmm. you know in one little setting so right. it kind of has, how do you end you know, that family meeting yeah <laughs> just yeah i think we i think we prayed together and yeah. then yeah so. <laughs> Let's go get some ice cream or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So. And then what is your first, because you started with chemo then. Was that the first treatment? Yeah. Or? So chemo was what I started with first. I did that for about six weeks. So what treatment. is that process like? Um. So I had no idea. I, I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, and it was funny, like my first treatment, I ended up having like um, a panic attack and I didn't know. even know it because I had never really had yeah. a full on panic attack before because um, I'm a pretty like calm yeah. and reserved I personality. Yeah. And I really but the downside of that is that I don't really tend to acknowledge when I feel mm. anxious. Like, OK, um, so I'm okay. trying to get better at that. Like, yeah. Allowing myself to like, okay, it's okay to feel anxious about this. Like, <laughs> right. take that on yeah. and work through it rather than ignore it and then right. let it like <laughs> all of a sudden become this big <laughs> like, problem. What is, why can't yeah. I breathe? <laughs> yeah. So oh, wow. literally like they, you get, I got like a pre-med, which was Benadryl um, okay. with my, the chemotherapy that I was taking mm-hmm. and the lady, you know, she accessed my port and was just she's like all right I'm just gonna start the Benadryl and it's it's intravenous Benadryl so and it hits just you real hard chair, right well at the Spielman we have you have private rooms so oh, you, cool. I had like oh, there's a hospital bed nice. really okay um and so all of a sudden I'm like getting the Benadryl and I'm like I can feel you know like I am oh, like yeah. I don't know it feels funny but this is the first time anything has gone through my pore I don't know what it's yeah. supposed to feel like but then I just start. To, to like cough but like it was like a drag like I can't catch my breath type oh, cough geez. and the poor nurse like she didn't know like <laughs> what was going on my blood pressure was fine and my ox you know all yeah. my vitals were fine but I just was like I don't feel right you know and they're like you've had Benadryl before I was like yeah I've had Benadryl plenty of times <laughs> but they stopped it and yeah you know yeah um 
finally they're trying to figure everything out and this one wise <laughs> doctor comes in and she like puts her hand on my leg she's like I think we just need to give you something to calm down and I was like <laughs> Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> so then they came. I mean, I was like, what if I'm calm? Like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I really was clueless. Yeah. I just yeah. physically, my body was like, I don't know what's going on. And, yeah. um, but yeah. it was weird because like, I would just, I think I tried to just be so strong um, mentally and emotionally through yeah. it all. But it was like, physically, it was like, kinda, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Like, wow. We need to like call come together here, oh. my body and spirit, and get on the same and page stop because we yeah. weren't like. Um, oh and so, do they knock you out for they it? They gave me some Advan, okay. Which Lisa, my friend Lisa, calls vitamin A, and she, <laughs> and she oh. was like, I think between that and the Benadryl, I was gone. Like they like woke me up and literally had to wheelchair me out to oh, wow. the, the car afterwards. How long does it take? But they also gave me uh, the chemo takes about it took about an hour okay. to probably um, okay. drip the whole yeah. bag. Um, so I'm sorry, you said you had the, the port, and I, yeah, that's basically just like they they. Yeah. So, right. So surgically I had a port put in so that they don't have to like dig for my vein every time, which is really amazing. (laughs) Yes. On the one hand, I'm kind of like, oh, wow, install a port. I hadn't thought about that, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're getting it, it's frequent enough. Yeah. Enough. Because you wouldn't have any vein space. No, your arms would be just beat up. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So this is a lifesaver. But anyway, I also had gotten a steroid with that because they get oh, two. And so, like, I got home <laughs> you were and I'm, like, high. totally out for, like, I don't know. I think I might have woke up maybe an hour or so after mm-hmm. I took a little nap and I got home. But then I was just, like, so feeling good. And then I had this steroid. <laughs> and I called Lisa. And we had book club that night. And I'm, like, come on. I want to go to book club. She's, like. You want to go to book club? I just saw you like two hours ago and you couldn't even like get out of the car. I'm like, no, I'm, like, I no amazing. I'm amazing. Like, I'm going to book club. I'm like, book club did you and go? Base and so, no, I mean, I think Blake didn't know what to think either. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, Lisa, she can go if you'll drive her there. <laughs> and, like, he took oh. me to book club and we stayed for maybe just an hour, but it was hilarious. Oh, like, geez. I, there's so much that I just didn't even remember happening that night. And it was, wow. we laugh about it now. Oh, the Roy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gracious. So, but now I don't get any more steroids. It happened like the first, like three times they okay. give you the steroids, but it was nice. Cause the next day after you would just feel so good. It's like, <laughs> I am get all up. I'm like, wow, I didn't know chemo was like this. And <laughs> nope. That's the steroid. <laughs> so when you go in for a treatment, is it like every day then? That you have to- it's just once a week. Um, so okay. it depends on your chemotherapy method. Medicine, really like mm-hmm. some of them people only have to go every like once every three weeks for okay. treatment or every two weeks um for treatment the one that i was on was a weekly it was like weekly once a week for three weeks and then the fourth week was my off week okay so and that's is that the same pattern you're on it now? is still the same pattern and now okay. we just have we changed the chemotherapy to a different type but then we added um an immunotherapy with it and i get the immunotherapy on the first and third what weeks. is that Immunotherapy is a new type of cancer um, treatment um, where it kind of like stimulates your immune system and your immune fighter cells. Um, I am not that knowledgeable to explain it any further. So it's like ping. You could tell me anything. Google it and learn all about it. Is it hard? Like just. Having to sit there and say, you know, if they've got a new treatment, just be like, okay, sure. Like, well, yes and no, but for for my type of cancer, for triple mm-hmm. negative, like, um, it's really not that hard because, like, it's like, oh, this is work shown to, you know, like yeah. have some success in trials. Then I'm like, okay, let's do sure. it. And and really, you you have to have somewhat of um, trust and faith in your doctors who mm-hmm. that is their world and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've done the research for you. Yeah. I mean, it's good to, it's definitely important to learn on your side and become your, you know, your own advocate. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, like they know, they know more than me, you know? And, and so I trust that if it's a good fit, then Mm -hmm. we'll take that route. If it's not, then we, we put it back on the, um, on the shelf and we can re, you (laughs) know, go, go back and try it again later and see if it fits. But, Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, I think, and that really, like, that's kind of been a journey through all this, too, is just learning how to 
be an advocate for myself mm-hmm. and um and my illness um well for one because I've never really had any type of serious ask, illness yeah, like, um I've always been really pretty healthy mm-hmm. and um and so that's been new but mm-hmm. at the same time I've always been very quiet and meek and kind of just like <laughs> gone along with yeah, whatever you know yeah. but sometimes you have to be like actually you know this isn't working or what mm-hmm. can we try this and yeah um one of the things that I try or started doing or has been helpful mm-hmm. was to figure out what I can do. Cause it's like showing up every week to treatment is fine and all, but I feel like that's all what they're doing to treat my cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I like from the beginning, I was like, what, well, what can I do? You know? Mm-hmm. And so trying to figure out some other integrative therapies that, okay. um, give me a little bit of ownership in this fight too. Yeah. Um, and that helps me a lot mentally. Um, yeah. What, do you, what have you found? So, so what I have found and um, has been changing my diet. So I've become a vegan. How is that? <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> it, it was challenging at first. I won't lie. When um, did you start doing that? In April. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, full vegan. Full vegan. Yeah. Okay. So in the beginning, everyone's giving you all this like, here, have you tried this? Or have you thought about this? And um everyone has two cents to share. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I valued that, but it, yeah. but yeah. some of those big decisions, it's like, they're not really gonna be as meaningful if I just say, Oh, well, so-and-so said I should do this. I mm-hmm. should do this. But if I can arrive to that on my own from my own yeah. research and my own convictions, it's going to be a lot more meaningful mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to stick with it longer because. Okay. Cause um, you, you discovered it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, this is, this is good. Um, so the vegan diet was took me a while to kind of come to. Yeah. Um, the, well, and I say vegan, but it's I'd like to call it more plant based diet okay. because I'm not just like eating anything that's not um, from an animal, mm-hmm. but it's more of like being intentional about yeah. like really what eating um, healthy plant based foods mm-hmm. for for nutritional purposes. What's so. your new favorite food? My new favorite food. Well, I've always been a big veggie lover. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I think I just like to do like a bunch of roasted vegetables and I've, um, found like recently these, like, it's like a rice, but it's not, it's like made out of chickpeas and Mm. lentils and, um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I kind of am trying new stuff all the time because yeah. A little discovery in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a good way to have a little bit of a creative outlet, I guess, still um, through that because I enjoy cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, Are the kids still? The kids will eat um, whatever Mm -hmm. anyone cooks for them. (laughs) Will they really? Well, I mean, I don't mean vegan. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, no. I said that wrong. So they, they just eat regular American diets. Yeah. Yeah. They, and we have been so um, blessed to have like our community mm-hmm. come around us and yeah. and cook for our yeah. family and um, because I I just couldn't commit to like um, making the whole family mm-hmm. jump on the the vegan train. <laughs> Did your husband um, do it? He he'll eat some of the things with okay. me, but he he needs meat like yeah. his body type <laughs> or whatever. Just like he's like sometimes he just you know you're like I smell burger on yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> right. But um, what um, else did you find? That- and so the other things that I've done have been, um, so I get like just more supplemental stuff, mm-hmm. um, with, with, um, I found an integrative doctor that takes mm-hmm. good care of me and okay. he, and I get, um, high dose vitamin C, mm-hmm. um, from him once a week. Uh, and that is like intravenous through my port. Oh, cool. Okay. And that's even long, takes even longer than the, than the chemotherapy <laughs> really? sometimes. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Liquid, liquid sunshine. Yes. Literally. No, vitamin C. Oh, vitamin C. Vitamin D That's is your sunshine. This yeah. is why I no, stick no, no, with no, the no. acting field. <laughs> I, Dang. I did the exact same thing. To be did you with really? Liquid, in my head, I literally said liquid sunshine. <laughs> You're talking about this, like, nope, No, like, like liquid milk. Like oranges, <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. Citrusy. Citrusy. Vitamin C. Gotcha. But yeah. I'll learn I learn vitamins. There's science behind it, but I, I can't explain all that. Do right you now. notice a difference? It has just really helped me, um, like basically my integrated doctor, his role is to keep me as healthy as possible mm-hmm. so I can continue on with the treatment as okay. long as possible. Yeah. And yes, I, I noticed it from the time that I started it, mm-hmm. um, just my labs and my um, counts and stuff, mm-hmm. they're much better cool. than, than without. Even yeah. like changing the vegan diet, the vegan diet and the 
the um, vitamin C and the other supplements mm-hmm. kind of all started around the same time. And okay. I just feel like it made Good. a big difference. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's and then um, just trying like mentally and trying to, I'm trying to just incorporate, because changing the diet and then adding more appointments was a lot all at once. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, okay, kind of I'm getting that under yeah. a hand um, around that. But now I'm trying to try out more like yoga and mm-hmm. the mindfulness mm-hmm. um, portion of it all. Okay. So, Have you done yoga before? I had done yoga before and, and I did it a lot more this winter and then I kind of like mm-hmm. fell off the yoga train for a little bit. Um, but my husband has been like faithful to it. Like, really? yeah, every morning he really? gets up and does yoga. Okay. Yeah. Good just, we him. just use YouTube and That's all you need, do really. a video, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's been very impressive. I, wow. Um, yeah. Kudos. I'm to not him. a yoga person. I think because I'm way too ADD and yeah, <laughs> obnoxiously hyper. It it probably depends on who you would have as an instructor I, too. I would, I would you know, need like somebody. to keep someone have yeah. find someone that's lighthearted and mm-hmm. and funny. Yeah, and I couldn't do like the all right. Let's get the third chakra moving. Yes. Like, it just, it yes. just doesn't work. Yes. For me. No, I took one class when I was pregnant. Doug got me like pregnancy yoga classes, mm-hmm. <laughs> except at the end they would always do like a relaxing. 15 minutes and this girl every yeah. week would fall asleep and snore. It was <laughs> like, well, that's kind of the point. <sighs> yes. But I didn't want to listen to her snoring. I wanted to rest. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be hard, I guess. It was like, like okay. Snoring. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But, um, yeah, I want to learn more about meditation and, yeah. um, and that. And cause I really have discovered just this, like, and I'm sure a lot of people already know this, but for me, it was like a new discovery of just the mind body mm. and the spirit connection. Yeah. And, and that within your, your health too, is, mm-hmm. it's just um, essential. So, wow. um, trying to learn more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about all this? Like, are you overwhelmed? Are you like, um, I mean, I know it's been a while into the journey, but mm-hmm. you're, you're in the middle of it. I mean, you're walking in the middle of right. everything. Like some days I feel overwhelmed. Some days, you know, I definitely get sad every day. I can't say like I yeah. don't have a day where I don't like tear just up and just down. like but I think that's kind of what helps me to um not be overwhelmed too, because mm-hmm. it's like Yeah. If I don't allow myself those moments to just like be broken about it or be disappointed or have grief mm-hmm. that my life is not the same and I don't know if it will ever get to be like right. it was before. Um, if you don't, if I don't take those moments, then it they'll they're going to be there. And if I just push them down, yeah. then it they're going to rear their head eventually. Mm-hmm. So um, that helps me, I think, not to be so overwhelmed yeah. with everything. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think I that I have this outlook of just being able to see the good. Like that's yeah. kind of been my mantra through all this is like, mm-hmm. see the good. It's always there. Like right. there's always something good everywhere. And yeah. even in the most dire circumstances. And mm-hmm. I think that um, that's been the thing that kind of I'm holding on to throughout this journey, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Wow. Some days it's my kids. Some days <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's not. My, right. It's a lot of times, you know, the people mm-hmm. around us or right. um, just nature. And mm-hmm. so. that's amazing. How's your faith been through all of this? Um, that has been extremely important. Yeah. Um, it's deepened mm-hmm. a ton. Um become just more real and more authentic. Um, I think I am learning like more about like my soul and um, how to pay attention to that. Um, Learning just more about Jesus Mm -hmm. and who he was when he walked the earth. Um, I don't know. I, my faith is like, I've always had my faith, yeah. but like, it's yeah. just, it is different now. It's just, it's something that I'm always aware of mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole day, I would say. Yeah. So. Mm. 
Are you scared of any of this? I mean, am I scared? Um, sometimes, yeah. Some days, yeah. Oof. I I think I get the most the diff- most difficult thing is just um, thinking about the kids. You know, um, that's the hardest part, really. Because mm-hmm. I I think Blake will be fine. I think that. Um, I'm not afraid to to die. Right. I I'm not I don't want to die right now. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. I believe there's so much more um that I can accomplish and um but I think I just it's heartbreaking to think about um my kids going through that, yeah. you know. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> this I, is why we brought these in. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you say, what would you say to somebody who is beginning their journey of where you Mm. are now? Take a deep breath. Mm. Um, I don't know. Some of the, the best advice I think that I've learned so far has been to just, Eliminate the hurry from your life. Mm-hmm. Just like you, you don't have to rush into like decisions. Um, because yeah. you feel this urgency like right, right away right. as soon as you're you get a diagnosis. Um, and it, whether that's cancer or anything, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, any yeah. type of crisis, like you just have just this urgency and you're like, I gotta make a decision, I mm-hmm. gotta do something. And we felt that, um, yeah, but I think to just like stop. That would be if I could have a do over, I would just like slow down and yeah. but you really you it's hard to not. Um right. but um and then I think to just find the good, you know? Um, because if you if you can't find the good, like just everything else just becomes so hard. Mm-hmm. Um and some days it's really hard to find the good, but um I I truly believe that God is is genuinely good and he he's been very good to me um just throughout those through my whole life but you know in the last 9 months mm-hmm. for sure um have you met a lot of other I mean, you you're in, I know you said you're in a private room, so it's not like a big communal right. effort. I don't really you... meet a lot of people at, at Spielman mm-hmm. treatment-wise um, when I go for treatment. I, I'm starting to meet okay. more people. Um, yeah. it, it took me a little while, like, to get to that point, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and I think it's just getting used to your new normal, too. It's like, okay, this is my life right. now. Now I, I need some community in this area of my life. Like, I have all these other communities yeah. around me, but... No one understands what you're going through unless someone else is going through Absolutely. that too, you know. Yeah. Um, and so they can, other people can be there for you and love on you, but they don't get, they don't it, get it, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I've realized that it's it's been, it's time and it's important to um, to build that community mm-hmm. as well. So, because yeah. at first I was like, oh, I don't want to. It was like almost like I don't want to be associated with that. I'm not ready to like, well, it's such a you know, have thing. that identity yeah. yet. But um, but it is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the community and the support there, then it's, it's going to be a lot lonelier. Right. So, right. um, it, and there's a, there's a, I don't want to say an art, but there's like a, a type of people that I want to be around, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause I think I've yeah. tried to find some, join some Facebook groups, but, um, the sad thing is like some of them, it's like, well, these, it's just for, um, people with, stage one two or three cancer if you're stage four you're not allowed or whatever and I was like okay so where am I gonna go and then you go to the stage four groups and it's like so sad and I I was like okay nope (laughs) don't need that not not gonna do this right now um but then I um Blake and I actually got to go on a retreat a few weekends ago through the Komen Foundation. Mm-hmm. They did a retreat for just metastatic um, breast cancer patients and their oh, wow. and their partners. Okay. And it was very small. It was only like seven couples mm-hmm. that went, but that was that was really good. Um, 
to just be able to be around in a smaller environment with some other folks yeah. going through a similar path. Mm -hmm. And we met a couple other younger couples. Um, and then you just didn't feel so alone, you know, mm -hmm. like. Are they here locally then? Um, one of them is local and the other one lives in Dayton, so not too far. Okay. Um, but then there's also like some support groups down at the James. And I think going on that retreat gave me a little more confidence to yeah. just like, okay, okay, I think I can go to this now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. won't feel so ostracized because I, I don't know, I, everybody's story is so different, even mm -hmm. in this whole breast cancer world, um, learning and because I thought, well, mine, no one, I don't know anyone else that has metastatic mm -hmm. breast cancer from mm -hmm. the get go. Like everyone else is either, you know, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, mm. yeah, so I'm, I, I'm starting to meet some more friends that yeah. are in the same situation. That's and I've had people, other people that have known friends and that, that have mm -hmm. made connections with me. Right. Um, and right. that's been helpful too. There's yeah. like a group of five or six women in, in Dublin turns out that it's like, it's like breast cancer club, <laughs> <laughs> which is not really a club. Anyone right. else wants to right. join, yeah. but if yeah, you yeah. can yeah. meet the criteria, then you definitely want to be in that club, you know, that's because cool. you have the, the support and, um, you know, it's just the camaraderie and the, you know, oh, yeah, or, you know, I'm learning mm -hmm. to try, try this for this side effect or, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's helpful. Um, so just, <clears throat> you don't have to like explain and mm -hmm. try to get people to understand mm -hmm. or, or have people like me that you're like, no, that's, that's the, the vitamin for milk, not the sun. Because <laughs> 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 that's me. Oh, wow. You're, no big deal. Your story and your testimony is is amazing. And I, I mean, that's, I wanted to have you just speak that just mm. you're real about it. And I think that that's, what's been such, such a joy to see you that you're not backing down from this. I yeah. Mean, it's you've, you've been open and, uh, is that hard to do? Like to be like transparent? Be, yeah. No. I mean, I know that's kind of you anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely some things that I reserve for, you know, myself and my family mm -hmm. that I'm not going to share I'm not, every please, single please keep those. every <laughs> single detail of you know what I'm feeling or what yeah. I'm going through but I think that people genuinely care mm -hmm. when someone that they you know they're friends with or even acquaintance with are going through something difficult and the only way for them to help you is if you allow them to know what's going on yeah and um and the other thing that I had to learn was that, like, I'm worth being cared mm. for. Like, that was yeah. that was huge. Like, I that was one of the lessons I even learned before that I feel like God was trying to teach me when I just was, like, going for the biopsy. It was like, I didn't want to tell anyone what's mm -hmm. going on. I didn't want to trouble them with that. And but it was like, no, you can tell people that. And you, it's OK because you're worth being cared for yeah. and um, you don't need to go through this alone. Mm. Everyone is worth being cared for. Right. We're humans and um, that's, and we care for others all yeah. the time. But yeah. when it's, when you have to receive all that, it's, it's difficult because yeah. you really, you, you realize like how much you maybe don't have that um, self, um, what, the self-care like self-care or just like self-love almost yeah. to yeah. say yes like <laughs> I'm happy with you bringing me food I'm happy with you giving me rides because I need that and mm -hmm. and not only do I need that and um and it helps me but it brings them joy too yeah like it, there's something about like going outside of yourself and helping others that mm -hmm. um gives gives you a sense of joy and yeah. um sense of um purpose i guess mm -hmm. so what's your what's your hope for tomorrow <laughs> my hope for tomorrow <laughs> um to wake up and feel good yeah um some days i do wake up and feel good and other days i wake up and i'm like creaky and pain i know mm -hmm. like but that could be anybody really um but yeah i i think just to be able to Find a way each day to make some memories with the kids, mm -hmm. um, you know, and but I want it to be ordinary too. you know, like yeah. what I just want 
I want to enjoy them. Um, and just make the most of each day, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. You're amazing. You are. <laughs> you are. You are too, Krista. <laughs> I just talk on microphones. <laughs> no, but you, you're pretty inspiring as well. Stop it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having for sharing me. this. This is. Yeah. I, I, when I explained that you're coming on to Venice, this is, you know, very different than our often profanity riddled or yeah. <laughs> ridiculous yeah. people. Off color jokes. And that's we, sort of thing. Yes. Well, I'm happy to bring the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can cuss too if you're this one. But. <laughs> no, but this is, this is a story that I wanted, if you were willing, I wanted to be heard. It needs to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. You're amazing. Oh, thank thanks. you. Thanks for coming on. You're I'm going to let you sign off. I'm okay. not doing it. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, genuinely, thank you. We've we've had a lot of uh, listens lately, and we really, really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, and uh, we got a whole bunch more really cool episodes coming up, too, uh, and we're looking forward to it. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, best place to do that is on Facebook, kind of our primary landing page. Um, just look up... Uh, Oh gosh, what's the show called? Speaking. Are you religion. kidding me? <laughs> Are you My kidding? My head was elsewhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am no, so I'm mad. No. <laughs> what is this? What are we doing? What's this? What, where are we? What right show now? are we in? Oh man. Um, but uh, no. But speak easily on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Um, speak easily, Columbus. Speak easily, Columbus. One. But uh, if you look up "Speak Easily," likely you'll see the logo and that kind of thing. iTunes, SoundCloud. That's where you can find new episodes. Uh, if you're not a Facebooker and God bless you, if you aren't, uh, <laughs> Ben would very much yeah. like not to be, yeah. yeah. Facebook's kind of necessary evil these days. Um, but, uh, and Hey, thank you for tuning in and, and liking, sharing, subscribing, that whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and Sarah, thank you for your, sharing sure. your journey. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. Very thank you. So. And, uh, I guess watch out for the bath salt zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Heads up. They're out there, apparently. (laughs) All right. right. We'll see you next time. Foxland Media. Think big.